Good morning, Flagler. The doctors are in. I'm Dr. Scott Cleos. And I'm Dr. Andrea Cleos. We are here once again to talk about your health and health issues right here in Flagler, Volusia, in St. John's County. This is actually our first broadcast of 2024, and I'm all excited. We've been a little remiss. Um, We've been out of town. We were out of town. On a cruise. Went on a cruise. Uh, This was a week-long cruise. The kids were with us. Stevie was... uh, uh, upset that we were going on, quote, an old people's cruise. We went on Celebrity over the Christmas holiday, and it was nice. We stopped in three different ports. We did Cozumel, and we did uh, the Grand Caymans, and then we also did Jamaica. And I liked all those ports except Grand Caymans. There was nothing to do in Grand Caymans. I would not recommend that. And maybe I'm, you know a little jaded because we couldn't go in the water, which I heard that's what they're famous for is their snorkeling and all that other stuff. But Juliana still has, has tubes in her ears, so we couldn't do any of that. So basically they shuttled us off to their own little, it's called Seven Mile Beach, and it's there's nothing there. And basically you're captive and you have to do whatever the locals want you to do and they charge you an arm and a leg for, for everything. For everything. It was horrible. Yeah. But all the other ones were nice. But we ate way too much and we drank way too much. I didn't eat too much. Yes, you did. I didn't did. too much. No, you did. And you I kept did. eating over and over and over again. And Andrew would say to me, why are you eating so much? I'm like, because I already paid for it and I'm, you know, and I'm a guest and I'm going to eat what I have to eat, my fair share. But I did eat whatever I took. So that's one of the things that infuriates me about these cruises. You go on there and it's like a freaking freeding frenzy. Um, but people will fill up a plate and eat like a quarter of it and then leave the rest of it because they feel like they don't have to eat it, which is just such a shame that we're wasting all that food. Um, we did get back into port. Uh, I knew I gained weight. I didn't realize it was actually the 10 pounds that I did gain and it wasn't muscle. Uh, they did have an awesome gym in there uh, on the ship, which Andrew and I, actually our room was right next to it. We walked up one floor from where our room was and the gym was right there. So I had no excuses not to work out. And since I had nothing else to do, I actually worked out a little longer than I normally did. But what was interesting is we get off that ship and I think I got something the last day because I was I was really kind of tired and I just, I went to the gym with Stevie the next day. We got off the train, we got off the boat, uh, I drove back up uh, here to um, Orman and uh, I'm in the gym the next day on Saturday with Stevie and I'm like, man, I, I just don't feel like being here. I'm tired. Uh, everything hurts. I'm, I just feel weak. And uh, then I got a little cold that afternoon. I think that was a prelude to that. But more importantly, what I found is, you know how I do like these little stretching maneuvers in between, like my little goddess maneuver, and I do the warrior pose. Ever and, since we came back from Costa Rica and yeah, realized how significant guys, yoga was in the stretching. Well, in the stretching, most importantly. And his Achilles rupture. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it's dynamic stretching is plyometrics, which but is even better. My muscles were so sore. And what came back was my shoulder pain, bilateral shoulder pain, my deltoids hurt. And the only thing I can attribute that to is the probably inflammation from just eating too much yes. and not being responsible yes. with my diet. Because, yes. you know, now it's been about a week, almost exactly a week. And I've gone back to my routine. My shoulder pain's gone again. So the only thing that changed, because I was working out regularly so that's not it. And I was stretching just like I do at home. But, you know, I I didn't eat that much, vo- you know, I'm not used to eating that much volume. And it's not like I was eating, I never ate breakfast a single day. You know, maybe one day I had a couple of hard-boiled eggs. That was that I had for, but Andrew and I normally don't well, eat but breakfast. It d- yeah, but it's not that you, 
skipping breakfast is great, but when you then eat in between lunch and dinner a lot and drink a lot, right? That's the problem. and it's not like you know we got the drink package. Uh, which was sort of a waste, although it no, didn't. No, it wasn't because we would have spent money on on your cappuccino. Yeah, well, that I don't so know. When you have cappuccinos, that's a higher priced okay. item. Well, maybe that's the case, but you know that we Andrew and I just got the drink package, uh, which we didn't even drink that much. I mean, I don't think I had anything but a glass of wine with dinner, like four of the six nights we were there, and uh, but the kids each got the premium package. Well, Be- you got bourbon and gingers. One night, I went with Stevie. And no, we did that. had bourbon and gingers when we, we were sitting on the deck. Yeah, on the back of the. I must deck. have been drunk. I don't remember that. No, no, you 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 had bourbon and gingers. Well, maybe I got more out of that drink package than I thought. Yeah, so. no, we we always. It's not. You know the reality is. We I, didn't drink that much. Yeah, the reality is when not I that I remember when anyway. I deal with patients, we we always underestimate what we do, and that's including me too. Um, and when I talk to the oh, significant other who comes into my office, they're always saying, honey, you, you, you ate more than that. Or, or, you know, or the husband will tell the wife, well, you're still drinking all those sodas or whatever it may be. And that's the reason why when you write down, when you're really trying to lose weight and you write down what you're eating, keeping a diary log is what really helps people. Now, calorie counting helps a lot of people too, because they're actually trying to stay within a certain amount. Statistically and analytically, Calorie counting hasn't been the best thing for people, but it has made a difference in some people. It works for a period of time. Um, But if it gets you to write down, logging is definitely impactful on someone's life because it forces you to pay attention to what you really do from an exercise standpoint, what you're really doing, from weights, from, from, you know, cardio, from stretching to, to how many calories you're eating. That becomes very dynamic. So as you all are beginning your 2024, you know, odyssey and resolutions, we want it to be positive. And for you to be positive, being committed to writing things down, at least for a good four to six weeks, if you notice an improvement in your weight as you're making healthier food choices, um, then continue to do that logging because that really keeps you self-aware, especially if you're intending to go on a cruise or a family vacation because you turned a blind eye to what you're really doing and say, well, I'm on vacation. I'm not going to pay attention. And in a very short period of time, in one week, you can gain a lot of weight and it can be very discouraging, but your body like will just ignore it. And, and all the cravings of the sugars and the starches and the proteins drive dopamine, you feel instantly good and you want more of what you had, but then you come back and you're, you, you kind of are hard on yourself. I can't do this. I'm never going to lose weight. And then you just give up and it becomes a, a, a spiraling weight gain, which is what we saw during COVID. Well, I can tell you for sure that the fresh pizzas they were making on the ship were awesome. You talk about a dopamine surge. They were nice, thin crust and I and I get the veggie pizza, but it's still pizza. Oh, you know, it was so and many calories and so much cheese. Scott, I, I told you every time you got it, honey, it don't so eat good. that. Don't I, eat so that. Just thinking about it is making don't me hungry. Don't eat it. Don't eat and it. Fat. And the hamburgers. Oh, that's the other thing they have. Oh my god, you guys! <laughs> He's getting right. so excited, but you so, guys, this it was is awesome. so dangerous. They had above the pool, so the pool was on the fourteenth deck, 
just above the pool, like on uh, on the on the um, bow side of the pool, uh, there was you could go up one flight of stairs, and there was a grill that these guys were cooking hamburgers and cheeseburgers like almost twenty four hours a day. I mean, they they went into the wee hours of the night, and they were so, and they had like you know like uh, sautéed mushrooms or grilled mushrooms next to them, and they had some onions and. Oh my gosh, they were just so good. You could actually get turkey burger, and I did try a turkey burger one time, but it wasn't as good as that good old American beef. And it, um, and you know, people were sitting down there just munching on hamburgers all afternoon. <laughs> it was repulsive, to tell you the truth. I mean, watching these people, and it was so. I got to tell you guys, the best part about this is they do have, like I said, a nice, nice gym. I go up there on the first. Uh, no, I didn't go up there the first day. We got on the boat on. Um, Saturday, right, Andrea? We, yeah, we, Saturday. we were there Saturday. We got in on Saturday, and uh, I said, I'm not going to work out on Saturday. We're just going to get there. I drove all the way down four and a half hours, you know, from Ormond all the way down to the uh, Everglades port down in, um, in um, uh, Fort um, Lauderdale. And uh, I said, I'm just going to get oriented. So Stevie and I got on the plane on the boat first and got ourselves around, found out where the buffet was, immediately started eating. And then the next day, I go to the gym in the morning. And it was, I got there at like six. The place was absolutely freaking packed. I mean, because I think everyone was on that boat saying, okay, we're on a boat. It's going to be warm weather. I'm going to be sitting out here in a bikini. I'm going to be looking good. And I could tell you that about... 70% of those people up in that gym hadn't been in a gym in over a year plus. Uh, but the place was packed the first day. You could hardly get on a piece of equipment. And as people just, you know, started to overindulge and basically, you know, get fatter as the week went on, they just gave up on about, that was Saturday. So by Tuesday, they were just done. You know, so the gym was empty again by Tuesday. And I was laughing. I was still up there. I was getting fat also, but I was still going to the gym. So, I mean, instead of 10 pounds, it might have been 15 pounds if I had stopped. But um, it, I was just laughing, watching it, all these people go up there and, and thinking, okay, well, I'm on a, I'm on a cruise. I'm going to look good for this cruise and they thought that one day of working out is going to make them all those you know those saddlebags and all the, that that loose skin around their their midriff goal <laughs> it's like yeah you can't do that it doesn't work that way this is something that's got to be habitual when i was up you there looking at there was always people in that gym yeah, but not as much as that first day. Well, it's always like that. Just like now, the beginning of the year, everybody oh, signs up for the the free gym membership, or their parents gave them, or their wife or the husband gave them. Oh, gym the New Year's resolutions, whatever. And they start at the gym, which is good. If any of you out there signed up for the gym, I encourage you to do that. We're going to make fun of you, though. No, but yes, but, I am. No, because you when can. They show up, you if can I haven't be seen you the before, one I'm like, person. Oh, here's another one of those New Year's resolutions. Or the people. the people that, but but keeping a diary log or an exercise log is what really changes behavior. And that's what makes a difference. So if you basically start off with, with a New Year's resolution and you write things down, and it's easy to put it in your phone. So if you're always your phone's always with you, then just document. I did 20 minutes cardio. I did 20 minutes you know, weightlifting. I did 20 minutes stretching. Pop that into the phone. Make a simple little guide. You don't have to pay for anything fancy. Just put it in your notes section day one, what you ate, what you did, and then just you can then transfer it to a fancier log if you want to, because you don't want to just write it down and not review what you're doing and improving on it. So if you're not losing enough weight, then you want to say, okay, where can I restrict here? What healthier, you know, nutritional platform can I take in? 
And, and that makes a big, big difference. And if you guys need any help, we're always happy to help you at Shield of Life. This oh, Andrea, all I got to do is take my shirt off and get into bed at night. And as I'm getting into bed, Andrea's like, hey, you're getting a belly. No, that's not Yes, what she I does. Do. No, Scott tells me I'm getting fat. And I'm like, well, you might be. So, you know, but if <laughs> I, if I agree with him, then he says I called him fat. No. Yeah, That's not but true. but the point Andrew is, is I had a guy, about, but it's so it's she's right, but you know because when you take your shirt off and you know you're going to look in the mirror, you suck everything in. I so learned then a you new term at, from you. you. Yeah, you when look, we were in Germany, and we already you're, talked about this. Didn't yeah, we? but in case there are listeners that hadn't heard, I think it's hysterical. I never knew the medical term. I'd never heard the medical term, but fupa is a medical term, and yeah. it kind of is like that little pudgy part that sticks out, you know. It's actually the fupa is your fat upper pubic area. I mean, I never so heard that So it's like before. right above your pubic bone. So my... So if you got a fupa... I say, because... We got to work up, on it. It came up because Andrea was taking a picture of me. I was... It's so Germany, so funny. They had... We pulled up in front of a McDonald's and they had this gigantic Viking in the parking lot. And the guy was wearing a kilt. There was a Viking that was wearing like a kilt or something. So I went over there to go look up his skirt just to see if he was anatomically correct. And he wasn't. He was plastic under there. But I said, Andrea, take a picture of me looking up the, the big Viking skirt. Now what normal so, man wants you to take a picture of him looking up some other man's friends. skirt? So I was standing there and I was pointing up, looking up, and my shirt was a little shirt was a little shorter. So as I had my arms up above my head, pointing up towards his crotch, my shirt rode up and my belly was sticking out a little bit. And you could see that it, Again, I probably was overindulging over in, in uh, Berlin, and so I had a little uh, little uh, Buddha. And I said, Andrea, geez, you got a great shot of my, my fupa there. And she goes, you're what? <laughs> I was laughing my head off. I never heard my, of a fupa. My fupa. And she goes, what's a fupa? I go, the fupa is a little thing that hangs over your belt, you know, when you, when you got the fupa. And I didn't know either that it actually was an acronym for something, but it actually stands for fat upper pubic area. It is a, a so medical term. So it's not term. just a, for a woman. It's for a woman and a man who have that extra... You know, over their pubic bone. It's yeah. not your belly, really. So, right. I mean, even I called it my fupa. It was not. It's the fupa is a little bit lower than your than your. Um, so, if you have that extra one over your. So the thing hanging down, belly. you know, that's the that's the uh, panis. Uh, you know, your pan your, your paniculus. Paniculus. Sorry, your paniculus hanging down over your your belt buckle from your belly is your paniculus, and your fupa is just above your pubic bone. So that's just, just a to little make sure you guys get that anatomically correct. So we want to get party, rid of those for you. <laughs> And so keeping a diary is very important. If Although, you joined, Andrew, if you come into the FUPA, Andrea's going to laugh at you because she loves the name. No, I do think it's kind of cute. It's kind of like my bare belly. I don't like to call people overweight. So I tell my patients, you know, when you've got that little central adiposity, we call it bare belly because it's a happier feeling. And, you know, when you're positive, it's easier to stay positive and lose weight. But when you're negative and you beat yourself up, then it's not, it's not, it's not good. So always try to stay positive and motivated to do the right things. And this year in Shield of Life, we are going to be focusing on longevity because when you understand the neurologic pathways in the brain that promote longevity and decrease senescent cells. So senescent cells are the aging cells in our brain. And when our cells start to become aged, the cells around those cells are activated to become also aged senescent cells, and they propagate disease and disease propagation and disease progression. By fasting and eating a higher vegetable diet and exercising and sleeping the way we coach you in Shield of Life and the particular program we put you through, you actually help 
decrease those senescent cells, promoting longevity. So not only will be teaching you about the new science that's coming out because it's coming out rapid and fast, we'll be coaching you through that. So any of you interested in getting healthier, losing weight and prolonging your life, join us at Shield of Life dot com because we'd love to have you join us and we are giving a discount to the online educational program a 20% off discount for anyone interested in signing up for the 2024 year awesome is your fupa good or bad for those senescent cells fupa is not good for the senescent cells no Hmm. yeah you know interestingly enough though interestingly enough as we get older all the age of 65 we find that it's better to be a little bit heavier so we, we, we don't strive for that 22-year-old weight or 30-year-old weight when we were more ideal in our body weight, perhaps. Some people might not be healthy in their 20s, but those who were, we actually want you to be about 10 pounds, 5 to 10 pounds overweight as we hit the age of 65, because we find that people do better. If you have a cold, if you have infections, if you get cancer, you actually manage it better. Um, and And... Those types of disease processes we prevent, we fight for all the time, but they can progress over a lifetime of stress and strain and, and, you know, unhealthy diets and unhealthy living experiences. So unfortunately, sometimes we have these predestined genetic disorders that are more rapidly or likely to occur in certain populations of people. And so we really do our best to help you guys stay on track and stay healthy and keep you on top of what's happening in in the nutrition world, as well as now this year, last year, we focused on the gastrointestinal biome, the gut biome, and how that interplays with sleep and exercise and all sorts of things. So if you sign up, you'll have the access to all those last year um, educational lectures. This year, again, we're focusing on longevity. Well, that's awesome news because in five years, I'll be 65 and then I'll be at my... have a little fupa. I'll be at my ideal cruising weight, which (laughs) is I gained 10 pounds. So that's perfect. So I look something to look forward to. On 65th birthday, I'm going on a cruise, (laughs) getting there instantly to my 10 pounds that are going to make me healthier. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Wishing you guys a happy and healthy new year, of course, because we haven't done that yet. Uh, If you have any questions for myself or Dr. Andrew, you can email us at the doctor is in DOC. T-O-R-I-S-I-N at W-N-Z-F dot com. Stay tuned. We'll be back in a moment. Radiology Associates has been a trusted name in Volusia, Flagler, and St. John's County for over 50 years. Radiology Associates is the first and only radiology provider to bring our neighbors of Flagler County 3-Tesla MRI, 64-slice CT, and time-of-flight PET-CT in our Palm Coast Imaging and Town Center Imaging locations. This is our community. Our doctors live here and strive to provide only the best care to you, our neighbors. For more information about Radiology Associates, visit us online at radiologyassociatesimaging.com. And we're back. For those of you just joining us, Andrew and and I were giving you a synopsis of our holiday festivities. We spent time with the kids. It was awesome. Uh, I think I mentioned uh, we went on a celebrity cruise, um, and um, my son was asking around to some of his buddies and was just pissed off that we were taking him on this old person's cruise and he was and it wasn't and he was i told he was up all night before i said stevie listen i go you know you're gonna spend time with the family you know we're gonna hang out it's gonna be awesome i know we're going with emma and her 
101 year old mom, which is also awesome, but you can have a good time with your family and maybe you'll get lucky and find some, you know, uh, very generous, uh, you know, cougar or something who's uh, lonely and is going to hang out with you for the week. Or even better, you might find some other 23 year old young girl whose family's mean to her and made and dragged her along to a a cruise over over uh, over the uh, holiday season. And uh, he did. He, he did. found plenty of them. Yeah. You know? So I said, you and her can go commiserate together how miserable your life is that your family wants you to go on a cruise with them. Yeah. <laughs> so, what was great is watching Did him. he ever say thank you? Yes, he did. He okay. actually, after the first day, he said, you know what? This is pretty nice. And okay. he enjoyed being yeah. with us and enjoyed being... You know, sometimes people start off just... Negative. I have changed my child ring. In Stevie's younger days, I went from the, you know, physical, you know, ass beatings, but uh, he's too big for that now. He's actually bigger than me. So now I've moved on to full-on sarcasm. That's how I deal with that so when he tells me you know <laughs> that he's going to be miserable i just you know have a retort like well stevie you know suck so, it up so, i know it's hard I'm so, so, I'm so i'm so sad we have to bring you along on the cruise you know and so ruin what was your plans with fun, your buddies well one of the reasons we brought our kids on and you guys that may have children um and family sometimes when you come home for the holidays for me, it was like ending work, which was very stressful during Christmas time because you're overbooking and overbooking trying to get people in. And then you you come home and now you're cooking, 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 and everyone's coming to the house because the kids and their friends come to the house. And, and it gets very stressful. Instead of being relaxing holiday, it's very, very stressful because there's just too many more things to do and you just never can get them done. So by getting away... It was actually very relaxing. I actually read a couple books. Um, I enjoyed the sun and some quiet time and a lot of prayer time. It was very, very peaceful. I loved we had a balcony. We never had a balcony before. And that was very beautiful in the morning to sit up and be able to read and say some prayers in the morning. It was a really nice way to start the morning um, with a lot of gratitude. So I encourage you as you begin to think about if you already haven't written your New Year's resolutions to make sure you're starting every day with gratitude. And one of the things as we were on the cruise, not only was I grateful to share that time with my kids and really have more quality time, even though they were here and there and everywhere, we were doing a lot of things together more often. Like when, eating. When they come home, you know, a lot of times their friends are there and it's hard to just spend quality time with them. Not that we don't enjoy their friends and have quality time with their friends too. Our house is kind of a social environment. You never know who's coming and going um, when the kids are home. And so what was really nice is also to spend time with Emma's mom and Emma. And Emma's mother is 101. And to watch her, she would sleep late. She would go around in her scooter with her dog. Everyone loved to greet her. They couldn't believe she was 101. She'd have her, the very first night, we all probably drank too much because we were so happy to be on the cruise. And the Scott and Stevie were like, Mom, you got to push that scooter up to, to the rabbit, you know, speed it up, push it on rabbit. Go, let it, it had, go as it had, fast as it, it can go. It had graphics on it. One side was rabbit and one side was a turtle. Right. So, so you she know, could the, go fast or slow. So they were kind of tempting her. And we had just been drinking, right, for dinner. And all of us were cracking up laughing. And there was this like circular area where there was a Christmas tree and the restaurants. But it was kind of a big open space. So she cranked that scooter up at 101 is doing donuts outside these restaurants and I'm literally yeah, trying not donuts. to pee in my pants. <laughs> I mean, she wasn't. She wasn't like lighting the wheels up. But she, she was. She was really going, tearing it up, though. I mean, I was for 101. I know. Yeah. Emma kept saying, "You're going to tip it over, Mom." <laughs> Meanwhile, all of us are cracking up, laughing. 
I think, if not anything, the cruise gave me a lot of laughter dopamine because she was hysterical and the way she enjoyed herself and enjoyed life and laughing and, you know, life is... Well, she did it on her terms, too. Yes. If she wanted to sleep in late, she did. And, you know, nobody felt obligated to make her come and hang out or do anything. She never came up to the pool deck that I saw. Oh, yeah. She was at the pool deck. Not in a bathing suit. She'd come up in her scooter. Oh, I didn't even see yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. She'd come up and... But, you know, she did it her, her way and her daughter would stay with her. And, I mean, it was nice that they could just get out of the house. And the good thing about a cruise is that, you know, you pull into port and you can go down and cruise into the port town if there's something available down there. So, it was nice. And the fact that she's still willing to go out and do something like that is awesome because a lot of people that. who are she didn't older want to go right. she didn't want to go and i said and and emma and i were talking to her like mom whether you sit here and go out on the patio and sit and watch tv you can do the same thing in a cruise but at least you change your environment and one of the things about longevity and aging it's important to have routine but it's also important to change your routine because when we do the same thing in and out we're not willing to change our routine when you change your locations it is harder on your brain and your brain has to work to figure out what you're going to do, where your things are. It may not be a little comfortable. It's a little uncomfortable because you, it's not exactly home, but that's what helps you adapt. Learning to adapt to various situations and trying to do it with a positive attitude. And of course, it's easier on a cruise and say, you know, traveling with suitcases um, where you're, you know, moving hotels every couple of nights, but it, it really does help with aging and experiencing new things is that they say it's important to try to pick up new habits or new skills as you age, like learning how to play piano or guitar, reading new books, picking up a new skill like gardening. All those things become very important for the brain as we begin to age. So watching her enjoy her life and, and really optimizing her time was, was really fun. You know, as a physician watching somebody who is older and, and just seeing that was very enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's nice to um, experience new things. And I think that's what keeps her, you know, young and, uh, and vivacious. I mean, as she's willing to go do that stuff and, you know, after she was done with it, she said, I had a good time. Yeah. She, she too did. was like the kids. She was like, okay, I had a good time. Yeah. So Emma goes, okay, we're going to we're gonna go, we're gonna go out into, Yeah. When, when, when Emma's birthday. So, they, yeah. do but you know, um, you know, she traveled to Italy every, almost every year, every couple years up until COVID into her 90s. She was driving in her 90s. And that's part of another thing that kept her young. People that aren't used to traveling or resistant to traveling, it becomes such a burden. But once you do it a couple times, it becomes easier and easier. And that's what learning a new skill set. Some people don't want to go to the gym going to the gym, making it a habit, going to classes, whether it's Pilates or yoga classes or exercise classes, making it a habit. You make new friends. Scott didn't want to do Pilates. He was like, oh my gosh, you know, honey, you brought me on this, you know, retreat week and it's like a girl's thing and it's our anniversary. I don't really want to do Pilates. But in the end, he picked up a new skill. Instead of being terribly negative, he actually said, you know what? 
this is a good skill. And now he's incorporated into his workout. So sometimes pushing yourself I mean, to it do... it helped that there were young girls in there with tight um, well, so you know, you kinda, spandex right. pants on. So, you know, that Emma's, was very encouraging. Emma's mom didn't mind, you know, the people and the good food. So she went to something <laughs> that was helpful. You went to the spandex girls, despite it being your anniversary. <laughs> but, but Wait, the, you, brought, you brought me there. Yeah, I thought that was but, part of the press. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's keeping you young. Your eyes are open. <laughs> Um, Maggie's going to tell us it's X-rated again. But um, so, you know, I guess the point is, is as you begin the 2024 year and you're thinking about your New Year's resolutions, see if you can challenge yourself to do new things, healthy new things, obviously. Going to a cruise is fun. You have to regulate what you're eating. Lunch is a bigger meal, better than dinner, even though dinner is phenomenal on the cruises. You have to really not eat between meals and you have to really minimize the alcohol. For my guys out there that are listening or my women out there that love to drink, that is a big problem for weight and disease. Alcohol is a problem. And drinking more than once in a while, meaning once occasionally, is difficult and hard on your body as we age. So when people say, well, I'm drinking every night, I have my, my toddies every night with dinner, it's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for your brain. It pickles your brain. It ages you. And it makes your shoulders hurt. Yeah. That's what it did to me. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was the gluten from the pizza or the uh, wine I was having every night. Well, remember when I was in Italy a couple years ago and you were having, you were having, uh, 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 what is it? Um, You're having cappuccinos and I love cappuccinos. But what I found is when I take in dairy, I get arthritis in my hands. And so, and it is inflammatory. Dairy is inflammatory. And you get a little gassy. And so, yeah, and gas doesn't help. And that's, nobody likes that. So nobody has time for that. Nobody got time for that. So I would take some of his foam and put it on my milk. And before you know it, you know, you start indulging in that kind of stuff. And then you're having cappuccinos. You go from a macchiato to an actually cappuccino. And then I was getting inflammation in my fingers. So yeah, you're right. When we eat inflamed foods and dairy is one of those, especially cow dairy, and a lot of grain, it induces a lot of inflammation in your body. All right, so, guys, that's all the time we have. If you have any questions for myself or Dr. Andrea, you can email us at the doctor is in, D-O-C-T-O-R-I-S-I-N at WNZF.com. You're listening to the doctors in on WNZF News Radio, 1550 AM, 94.9 FM. Great to see you guys. Stay healthy. We'll see you next time. The doctors are in. The Doctor is in Radio Show, paid for by Radiology Associates.